Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Chemistry Made Simple podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Macario, and this is the podcast where we help you to get chemistry confident. So this week's episode is the third in a series on reduction and oxidation, and today we're going to talk about half equations. So if you haven't listened to the previous two episodes, I would recommend you go back and listen to episodes 21 and 22, because what you'll hear in this episode follows on from that. So in this episode, we're going to talk about what is a half equation and how do we use it. And then we're going to look at some examples with varying complexity and walk through those examples. So firstly, what is a half equation? It's a chemical equation that shows just the oxidation part of a reaction or just the reduction part of a reaction. So if we're looking at the oxidation half equation, we'd have on the reactant side, the atoms or ions that are going to be oxidized, that are going to lose electrons. On the right-hand side, we're going to have the oxidized product and any byproducts involved as well. We also, in a half equation, show electrons. In the oxidation half reaction, we will show the electron or electrons amongst the products. For reduction half equation, the reactants are the substance that is going to be reduced, that is going to gain electrons. And we include in the reactants the electrons that are going to be gained as well. And the products are the reduced substance. In other ways, half equations are just like any other equation. We need to balance them. So whatever's on the product side must show up on the reactant side in some way as well must have a balance of atoms on the left-hand side and the right-hand side for each element involved, and the total charge on the left-hand side and the right-hand side must balance too. So probably the best way to explain is to go through some examples, and we'll start with a fairly straightforward example. We're going to start with an example where two elements react to form an ionic compound. And for our example, we're going to react copper with oxygen, and the product will be copper to oxide. Copper is going to be reacted from elemental copper into copper 2 plus ions. So the copper is being oxidized. The copper is going to be the reactant in our oxidation half equation. So let's start with that. On the left-hand side of that equation, we will just have Cu for copper. And on the right-hand side, we have the products. And we've already said we're going to be making copper 2 plus ions in this reaction. So on the right-hand side, Cu2 plus. And we also mentioned that we should include the electrons that are lost in the oxidation on the product side. In this case, there are two electrons lost. We know that because we've gone from elemental copper to copper 2 plus. So we lose two electrons per copper 2 plus ion formed. And we can check that's the correct number because we can check the overall charge on each side. So on the left hand side, we've just got copper. So the overall charge is neutral. There's no charge on copper atoms. And on the right-hand side, we now have a copper 2 plus ion, so a 2 plus, and we have two electrons, so that's two minuses. So if we add all that up, we get an overall neutral on the product side as well. So that does balance. We have got the right number of electrons there. Let's consider the reduction half equation. We mentioned that it's oxygen, elemental oxygen, that is being reduced. So oxygen will be on the reactant side of our equation. The product on the right-hand side is going to be O2 minus ions. So if we start with O2 on the left, we have two oxide ions, two O2 minus ions on the right-hand side. And now we need to include the electrons being gained in the reactant side of this equation. 
So how many electrons? Well, we have two oxygen atoms becoming oxygen two minus ions. So each atom has gained two electrons. That means each of the two atoms has gained two electrons each. So that's four. So we need to have on the reactant side, four electrons. So our reduction half equation is O2 plus four electrons, four E minus, gives two O2 minus. Now, something we can do with our two half equations, now we know them, is to combine them to make an overall full chemical equation for what's going on. And to do that, we need to make sure we've got the same number of electrons in each half equation. In this case, we don't to start with. We had two electrons being lost from the copper atom in the oxidation half equation. Four electrons required by the oxygen to make two oxide ions in the reduction half equation. Because there's two electrons in one half equation and four in the other, we can double the oxidation half equation. So we have two copper atoms gives two copper two plus ions plus four electrons. Now we have four electrons in both half equations. We can add the reactant sides and the product sides together so that we'll have two copper atoms plus O2 plus four electrons gives two CuO plus four electrons. Of course, we don't leave the electrons there in a full equation. They balance out. What do I mean by that? Anything that is exactly the same in the reactant side and the product side can be cancelled out. We just cross them out and don't include them in the equation. So the thing that is the same on each side is four electrons. We've added four electrons in the reactant side and lost four electrons in the product side. We just cross those out and don't include them in the overall chemical reaction. So that would leave us with two copper plus O2 gives two copper oxide, two CuO. And that would be our balanced equation that we've derived from adding the two half equations together. So that's quite straightforward when two elements react to form an ionic compound. But there are more complex examples and we're going to look at one now. For example, where an atom that's part of an ion with oxygen might be reduced in a redox reaction. And you'll see that sort of reaction quite commonly. And we're going to look at an example of that now. So we're going to look at quite a common example. This is the reaction of the permanganate ion or tetraoxomanganate 7 with iron 2 plus. In this reaction, the manganese in the permanganate ion starts in oxidation state 7. And during the reaction, it becomes a manganese 2 plus ion. On its own, it is no longer part of an oxy ion ion. It no longer has the oxygens associated with it in an ion anymore. So one of the things we'll need to consider is what happens to those as well. But let's look at the oxidation half equation first. That's much more straightforward. In the reaction, iron 2 plus becomes iron 3 plus in solution. And this half equation, we have iron 2 plus on the reactant side and on the product side, iron 3 plus plus the electron that is lost. And it's just one electron. So overall, the charge on the left is 2 plus. We just have a 2 plus ion. And on the product side, the overall charge is also 2 plus. We have a 3 plus ion plus an electron. The reduction half equation is a little bit more complicated. Let's think about what we're starting with. We're starting with the permanganate ion MnO4 minus. So we put that obviously on the, the reactant side, on the left hand side. On the right hand side, we mentioned that we have an Mn2 plus ion. 
So we've gone from manganese in the plus seven oxidation state in the permanganate ion to two plus. Five electrons are required as part of this reduction. We also have four oxygen atoms in the permanganate ion on the left. And so far we don't have any oxygen on the right hand side. Well, those oxygen atoms don't go into thin air. We usually do this reaction in acidic conditions. And at this point, we need to include some of those protons, some of those H plus ions in that half equation. What will happen to them? They will react with those oxygens in the permanganate ion to make water in the products. So we need eight protons to react with the four oxygen atoms in the permanganate. So we're going to add eight H plus to the reactant side and four H2O to the product side. So now we have manganate plus five electrons plus eight H plus on the reactant side and the products are Mn2 plus, manganese 2 plus and four H2O. So do those charges balance? So on the reactant side, we have MnO4 minus, we have five electrons and we have eight H plus. Overall, we have a, a charge of plus two on the reactant side. On the product side, we have just a manganese 2 plus and four water molecules. So again, the overall charge on the right-hand side is two plus. So yes, that does balance. How do we bring these together to make an overall full chemical equation for this? Well, we had one electron in the oxidation half equation and five in the reduction half equation. And we need to multiply the oxidation half equation where iron two plus became iron three plus. We're going to need to multiply that by five so that we have five electrons being generated in an oxidation. So let's multiply that up. Quite simply, we have now five Fe two plus on the reactant side, five Fe three plus plus five electrons on the product side. Let's bring those two half equations together now and add everything on the reactant side together and everything on the product side together. So we have on the product side at 5 Fe2 plus plus 5 electrons plus MnO4 minus plus 8H plus. And on the product side, we have 5 Fe3 plus plus Mn2 plus plus 5 electrons plus 4H2O. We can cancel out the five electrons on each side because they match up, of course. That gives us the ionic equation for the overall redox equation now. So what did we do there that was different to our first example? In the reduction of permanganate, there was oxygen atoms that were in the permanganate ion that weren't in the product of reduction of the manganese ion. The manganese became Mn2+, but the oxygen atoms haven't been reduced, but they weren't part of that ion anymore. That's why we introduced the H plus ions. Why do we do that? Well, because they're part of the reaction when we do this in acidic conditions. And we need to add exactly the number of hydrogen ions that are going to react with those four oxygens and the product they create is water. So we just need two hydrogen ions per oxygen. We do this not just with permanganate, but this also happens with many other ions. So for example, dichromate, if you're considering a reaction where you start with potassium dichromate and you're reducing that to chromium three plus, you're doing it in acidic conditions, then you also need to include H plus ions, just enough to balance the oxygen that is part of the dichromate ion. Why not have a go at writing the half equation for the reduction of dichromate, which is Cr2 
0.072-. I'd be interested to hear how well you've done with that and feel free to DM me with with what you've deduced from that. So you can DM me on Instagram at Chemistry Made Simple. I'd love to see how you've done with that. So what we talked about today, firstly, we talked about what half equations are. We talked about the rules of balancing each side of a half equation for the reduction or for the oxidation. So each side has to be balanced in terms of atoms and overall charge. We talked about the fact that to bring those two together to make a full chemical equation, it's necessary to make sure the number of electrons match in the two half equations. You might need to do some factoring of one or both of the half equations so that they have the same number of electrons in. Then we went through a simple example of two elements reacting to form an ionic compound. And then a more complex example of an oxyanion permanganate ion being reduced by iron 2 plus. I hope this has helped you with half equations and if you have any more questions on this please do DM me I'll be happy to hear about that. Next time we'll be moving on to another topic that you won't want to miss out on so hit subscribe in your podcast player now and until that episode is out until I get to speak to you again look after yourself and goodbye.